Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is February 4th. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block. And next week we're going to be studying John chapters 2 through 4. So I'm super excited to be jumping back into John next week. It's interesting as we jump back into John, the beginning of John chapter 2, we see the miracle where Christ turns the water into wine. And a lot of biblical scholars believe that chronologically that occurred before a lot of the miracles that we're going to talk about today. And so it's interesting. A lot of biblical scholars call that his first miracle. However, as we talked about a few days ago, because of the vision of Nephi, when he sees Christ's life and he sees his birth and he sees his baptism and he sees his ministry and then he sees his death, all in chronological order, it's fascinating to note that between his birth and between his baptism, it talks about people falling down and worshiping him. And so it makes you wonder if Christ had worked miracles, that he was known to work miracles. We'll talk more about that next week. And the fact that Mary even called upon Jesus in the first place to turn water to wine kind of tells us that he had done things prior to what a lot of biblical scholars call his first miracle. But that's all next week, and we'll talk about that next week. But for now, let's finish up this week's Come Follow Me blog with a few miracles that Christ works and what we can learn from him about taking time to reconnect with God. So let's jump into this. It is important to note, though, that part of this scripture block is Luke chapter 5. And in Luke chapter 5, we're going to see the miracle of Christ healing the man sick with palsy. Remember that story, the friends lower him in through the roof? It's important to note that as much as I love that story, it's one of my favorite stories, we're actually not going to cover it this week. I recognize that I'm skipping over it, but in the beginning of March, we're actually going to jump back into that when the Come Follow Me block touches on Mark chapter 2, and that story is there as well. So we'll study that story there. So please know, I know I'm skipping over it, but I promise we'll come back to it. That's kind of one of the tricky things about studying the gospel as part of the Come Follow Me block is we're going to see a lot of overlap in weeks, different stories being told different weeks. But let's finish up this week by taking a look at some of the miracles that are talked about here at the end of Luke chapter 5 and Matthew chapter 4. So starting in verse 12 of Luke chapter 5, it says, And it came to pass that when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who, seeing Jesus, fell down on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Now let's talk about this for just a second, because I don't think, unless you've seen it or studied it in great deal, I don't think we can fully comprehend what it would have been like to have been a leper back in that day. I know I can't really fully comprehend it or really get it, but it was just absolutely the most devastating of diseases. The skin is just rotting off your body your teeth are falling out, you've got painful sores everywhere. And if that physical pain from leprosy weren't enough, you were this total outcast from society. People would point and yell unclean. No one could touch you. But the thing about leprosy is that there are different stages of it. You can have just like a little patch on your skin, but this man, it says he was full of leprosy, meaning he's in some of the final stages of leprosy. Head to toe, he is just filled with scabs and scars and 
not to be gross, but just pus and blood, and it just would have been horrendous to see. And so imagine this man being this total societal outcast. Imagine how difficult emotionally it must have been to approach Jesus in the first place. Feeling ashamed, feeling embarrassed. Leprosy wasn't just seen as a physical ailment. It was often seen as a sign of sin. Remember Job and his friends when he had the boils? They said, well, what sin have you done that you deserve this? The same sort of idea was out there about leprosy. So this man is filled with leprosy head to toe. He knew that people probably saw him as a sinner, as an outcast, as a bad guy, and saw the physical aspect of it too, the uncleanliness, the grossness, honestly, of this disease. And so the embarrassment, what it must have taken for him to approach the Savior in the first place. I can't even begin to comprehend how he must have been feeling in that moment. But humbling himself, it says that he approaches the Savior and falls on his face and says, Lord, if thou wilt, thou wilt make me clean. That beautiful declaration of faith. The leper saying, I know you can make me clean, but will you? Elder Gonzalez of the 70 talked about this story and he compared the idea of leprosy and the idea of the leper to us approaching the Savior in our brokenness or with our difficulties. Listen to what he says. Sometimes, in one way or another, we too can feel broken, whether due to our own actions or those of others, due to circumstances we cannot control. In such moments, we can place our will in his hands. We too can feel the touch of the Savior's loving, healing hand. What joy, hope, and gratefulness come to our souls in knowing that he wants to help make us clean. As we come unto him, God will come to our rescue, whether to heal us or to give us the strength to face any situation. If you feel that in any way you are not clean, if you feel broken, please know that you can be made clean. You can be mended because he loves you. Trust that nothing bad can come from him. Let us come unto Christ, taking all necessary steps as we do, may our attitude be one of saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. If we do so, we can receive the master's healing touch alongside the sweet echo of his voice, I will, be thou clean. The Savior is a God we can trust. He is the Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah. My friends, sometimes in this life, for one reason or another, we feel unable to approach the Lord. We feel like we've sinned too much or gone too far. We feel too unworthy. But it's my testimony that he has a desire to make us clean. And that though we might feel unredeemable, though we might feel too unclean to approach him, he will reach out in love. He will put forth his hand and touch our lives and our hearts. And he can and will make us clean. So after this story, Matthew records a lot of other miracles, all these different miracles happening. But look what happens after. These miracles happen. People are coming to him. People are believing in him. But in verse 16 of Luke chapter 5, it says, and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. I love this example so much because even though Christ was doing good things, even though he was out ministering and helping and blessing, he still needed time to separate himself to take time to reflect, to ponder, to be still, and to pray and commune with God. 
That is such an important example for each and every one of us in our lives. We live in a day and age where things get hectic. And even if we're filling our lives with really good things, there are times that we need to take moments to be still, to commune with God, to take time to be quiet and hear God speaking to us. The Savior sets a beautiful example of being able to step back, even from good things, but being able to step back for a moment to be still, to be calm, and to commune with God. Our spirits need that time. Elder Ballard once said, It is important to be still and listen and follow the Spirit. We simply have too many distractions to capture our attention, unlike any time in the history of the world. Everyone needs time to meditate and contemplate. Even the Savior of the world during his mortal ministry found time to do so. We all need to ask ourselves questions or to have a regular personal interview with ourselves. We are often so busy and the world is so loud that it is difficult to hear the heavenly words, be still and know that I am God. My friends, it is my testimony that when we take time to be with God and to hear him, that we will draw near to him and we will be able to hear his counsel and his voice more fully in our lives and we will be able to follow him more closely. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.